0: Good morning and welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, awaken the consciousness. Benny, Valentine's Day is coming up.
1: It certainly is. I'm excited, are you?
0: I am. I have no idea why.
1: (laughs) Well, you're all about love and to our listeners and our viewers, so I can see that going in that right direction, correct, right?
0: Yeah. I sometimes have people go, oh, you know, why, why, you know, put love into one day a year? And I'm like, well, I don't put it into one day a year. But I don't know. Well, I kinda like it's, the whole idea. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I've
1: said it every year and I will continue. There are 365 usable days a year to spread the love. And that's yeah. what you do. So. We can continue yeah. that tradition.
0: Thank right. you. You're Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And to everybody listening, um, <laughs> I hope you received some of that this morning, and you have a have a. I don't know. Maybe it brightens it up. It's a little cloudy here in Seattle, but you know who knows. Mm-hmm. Well, That's okay. We can just push there. it all the way with all the love just we have, right? That's right. Bingo. Anyway, I am uh, the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area, for the last twenty-eight. 29 years and you can find out more about me at uh, reikioasis.com. i do have reiki classes coming up i have a lot of people telling me that they feel that their hearts are being activated something's going on they're being called to their higher destinies and uh, reiki one is a great place to start anybody can study reiki anybody can do it and this coming saturday february 11th i do have a reiki one training workshop. It's for everybody. You don't even need to know what Reiki is to come on out and you can sign up at schedule.reikioasis.com and also Reiki 2 will be uh, March 5th. I think it is a Sunday and then Master Reiki will be in April. So you could actually go through the whole training within the next couple of months and decide if you wanted to become a Reiki practitioner. We also have my monthly class with women called Temple of the Divine Feminine and it is February 18th it is either in person or via Zoom we kind of figure that out and then sometimes people can't come and so they just join in with Zoom and uh, that's open to all women it is a sacred circle that's the idea for you to get away from everything you're doing and be with some other um, beautiful women who are very supportive very loving And i don't know it nurtures our soul in a way that i find is very very effective very useful big shout out to all my patrons i'm a listener supported show and thank you very much very quick check in with astrology because i have some wonderful guests and you're going to really want to listen this morning um your soul will be nourished is what i'm going to say But as far as astrology goes, I mentioned before, February is a very forward-moving energy because all planets are direct until April 20th. So this is a road opener. It's uh, moving us forward, making things happen. There are no roadblocks. So you get to look at yourself and ask yourself if you've been blocking the road somehow and uh with this strong forward moving energy it's always a good idea to do a lot of self care because we can get moving forward too rapidly we also have cirrus an asteroid in an area of the sky that has been activating the mother woundedness the mother woundedness so it means you need nourishing and nurturing I don't know you know we talk about that a lot like what about our mothers what about us as mothers what about the mothering instinct on the planet when do we need to be held when do we need to be loved when do we need to laugh all of those good things so we know that life can be challenging so make sure that you do take care of yourself and then we had a big full moon in Leo on February 5th and that is helping to activate our heart chakras and don't we all just need to live in the heart right now? So, our world and ourselves need love. And this was a pretty strong energy um, worldwide. It shook the world a little bit with those earthquakes in Turkey and Syria and the loss of life. And so, this is a great time for us to open our hearts, send out love and healing, and uh, really uh, hold that container for all of us to process what we need to process. And um, Mercury has left its shadow period as of February um, 8th or 9th, which is today. And if you've been falling, feeling foggy and lackluster since December, the energies are going to become clearer and easier to move forward. And we're headed towards Venus conjunct Neptune in Pisces on February 15th, right around Valentine's Day, which brings a sweetness and a softness to all that is going on in your life. So use the energy to love deeper to open your heart wider, and to express your ideas out into the world. It's a beautiful time for romance, creativity, and spiritual practices. So with that, I would like to bring my guests on today. I've got some amazing woman, Kim Rosen and Jamie Sieber. And Kim Rosen is a spoken word artist, and Jamie Sieber is a composer and a cellist. These two amazing women have been facilitating explorations of the difficult necessary themes of aging death and waking up for many years and their collaborat- collaborative offering is called feast of losses turning towards aging death and letting go it is a cd it's a culmination of their shared love of the realness rawness and intimacy that arises when we turn towards all levels of letting go wow so with everything happening in our world today you women you couldn't have come here on a better day how fortuitous as they say welcome to the show glad to have you thank you thank you Loretta
2: it's great to be here
0: yeah it is I can I can feel the the uh, strength and the softness and the energy um I would like to know a little bit about the two of you um and I don't know who wants to go first but I think it's a great idea to just lay that little platform of who are you how did you get to where you're what you're doing because that's an interesting pathway right yeah so who would like to go first yeah Kim
3: was that
2: for you I saw that
3: (laughs) Kim goes that was handing it off but I'm happy I'm happy to go first I'm it's interesting in this moment I feel like I've always known Jamie um but I do know that I met her on her birthday in 2001 um in person I have i've done many things in my life but one of the main currents is that i have um devoted myself both to a spiritual practice of learning poems by heart as one would a prayer as one would want to uh, reorganize the synaptic firings within oneself according to what is most important so for many years I had been learning poems by heart, and uh, one day when my back was quote unquote out, I was lying on the floor of a friend's house and put on a CD, which is what we played in those days. And this music came on, and I said, "I need to, I need to speak poems to." whoever it is behind that music. And I was able to find her. We were able to connect. We had like a two hour rehearsal or something. And then we gave a four hour performance. It was, it was an explosion in the universe. And poor Jamie. It was a bit of an explosion for her because I, 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 at that time I was very new to performing and I didn't know what I was putting the musician. I just, I'd been learning poems by heart and I they were just coming and coming and coming and and I didn't realize what the musicians had to go through. But, <laughs> so, so that's how I had. And, um, you know, I could go on, but I'll let Jamie take, take some
2: from there. Well, I, I think as Kim says, and I remember that performance so well, Kim. <laughs> My hands and shoulders are still recovering. Um, You know, it's like to get us to where we were in 2001 when we met was many different paths. And um, for me, it had to do with musical paths, Um, lots of different musical styles. So when Kim invited me in, I have to say, I I was ignorant towards poetry, really. I mean, I knew and could read some poems, but Kim opened up a world of, what poetry can mean in one's life as well as what can um the transformations and the steps that can happen when one really listens and embodies and takes a poem in his practice and um and we've been doing it for 21 years 22 years now where we have a recording that we put out in 2007 or 2006 called only breath and then we've been doing workshops and it's just been 22 years of, um, of honing this craft of not only our own personal collaboration, but also, um, bringing us to this point where in a feast of losses globally, we could present something Mm -hmm. that offers, offers some kind of, um, medicine or healing or, um, gift.
3: And and you know I, I want to say that for both of us, just to underline what Jamie's saying, our I would say the gift we've been given to give, yeah. is the capacity to create a sanctuary, whether that's a sanctuary in a workshop where we are together. Um, creating music and poetry and silence and profound release processes, or whether it's an album like Feast of Losses that itself creates a sanctuary of music and poetry, which has a capacity. I mean, looking through the eyes of shamanism, we know that when there's a rhythmic entrainment of the brain, the actual cerebrospinal fluid and pulsations within the brain change so that another wave pattern can emerge that um, dissolves our censorship of our relationship with our deep self. So that that's really our purpose is to create sanctuaries where people can drop into their deep self and drink of that well especially as Jamie says in this time and I'm I'm so aware of all that has gone on in, in you know the last few days or the last few week or the last few months where we've all been confronted if we choose to turn towards it with mortality on global and personal scales so this is a sanctuary turn towards it and drink the life-giving ambrosia that comes from direct contact with the self. You know, I'm thinking
0: uh, while you're talking, um, like in my world, there's there's no accidents, there's no mistakes. Everything always comes together in an interesting way at the moment it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I have been doing a lot of talking with my guests about death and grieving the power of that initiatory phase going through that and then also um and, and you're touching on this and you're speaking directly to it looking straight at it or looking straight into it or simmering in it in some way um interestingly enough when I got up this morning I um I get little notifications from people and Lee Harris you know is a is a channel and I've spoken with him and he, and he put out a a statement this morning that his guides were talking about how grief is going to be very predominant in our world in the next short period of time and that having ways to deal with it are going to be very important and then
3: here we are speaking about that
2: Mm -hmm. there's a beautiful
3: poem on the album that begins everything is beautiful and I am so sad It's a poem by Mark Nepo, and it's really what what I see holding when we're holding the truth of what it is to be alive right now, everything. And I am so sad. This is how the heart makes a duet of wonder and grief.
0: Yeah, I understand that very well. I would like to play one of your pieces and it it feels appropriate time to pick one of them. Which one would you like?
2: I would choose the layers. Mm-hmm.
0: The layers, alrighty. So uh, before we have Benny pl- play the layers, do you have any advice on how we listen?
2: Hmm. Thank you. Thank you for asking that question. Um, you know, what we recommend is that people just take a couple deep breaths, find somewhere comfortable, and without distractions, just sit and let the music and poetry enter you. Um, And also to be aware that our um,
3: intention, and I I personally feel our, our mute, our uh, medicine, that we offer is that the music and poetry are equal. Often people expect the music to be in the background and the poetry to be in the foreground. But what I want to say, the reason we hold them as equal and the poetry as if it were an instrument in the composition that that Jamie has created, the reason we hold it as equal is that that undoes the locks of the mind can't hold on to the words because of the potency of the music. And you can look the poem up online. It's a beautiful poem called The Layers by Stanley Kunitz, but I want to suggest as you listen, let it move through you and, um, you know, just twang whatever it is in your own personal life. That comes up, and don't worry too much about. Oh, I got to write down that line. That's the most amazing line I ever heard. You can go find it, or you can even buy the album. And and uh, so now, so now just let it let it do its work in you, as if you had taken ayahuasca and were just curious about what was going to come up along the way.
2: I also just to say there is a piece there is a poem by langston hughes towards the end of the piece called island and that's also part of the piece
0: wonderful um for those people that are driving or doing things like that listen as you can <laughs> and and i really mean it remember you can you can go back you can get their cd and listen to it and you can also go back and download this program and listen to it over and over again which I recommend you do. Yeah. So the layers.
3: Some of them my own, and I am not who I was. Though some principle of being abides from which I struggle not to stray, when I look behind. As I am compelled to look before I can gather strength to proceed on my journey, I see the milestones dwindling toward the horizon and the slow fires trailing from the abandoned campsites over which scavenger angels wheel on heavy wings. Oh, I have made myself a tribe Out of my true affections And my tribe is scattered How shall the heart be reconciled To its feast of losses Rising wind, the manic dust of my friends, those who fell along the way, bitterly stings my face. Yet I turn, I turn, exulting somewhat, with my will intact to go wherever I need to go. To me, in my darkest night, when the moon was covered and I roamed through wreckage, a nimbus clouded voice directed me. Live in the layers, not on the litter. Though I lack the art to decipher it, no doubt the next chapter in my book of transformations is already written. Alright. some principle of being abides, from which I struggle not to stray. When I look behind, as I am compelled to look before I can gather strength to proceed on my journey. See the milestones dwindling toward the horizon and the slow fires trailing from the abandoned campsites over which scavenger angels wheel on heavy wings. Oh, I have made myself a tribe out of my true It's feast of losses. In a rising wind, the manic dust of my friends. Those who fell along the way. Bitterly stings my faith, yet I turn, I turn. Exulting somewhat with my will intact to go wherever I need to go. And every stone on the road precious to me. In my darkest night, the moon was covered and i roamed through wreckage a nimbus clouded voice directed me live in the lairs not on the litter the next chapter in my book of transformation is already written I am not done with my changes me there.
0: beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, um, it's immersive. And um, <clears throat> I almost hate to say anything. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Benny, why don't we take a little station break? And uh, when we come back, we will talk a more about Feast of Losses with Jamie Sieber and Kim Rosen, and this is Loretta Brown. If you just listened to that wonderful, wonderful, immersive offering, give yourself a moment. We'll be right back.
3: they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So, talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
1: Did you know that Reiki healing can be done at a distance? It's true. So let Reiki Oasis focus powerful energy to help relieve your stress, grief, sadness, anger, and so much more. Convenient, personalized treatments at a distance can increase lightness of being. During your appointment, find a quiet place to lie down or sit to receive healing energies. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Welcome back to the original
0: Loretta Brown show with my amazing guests, Jamie Sieber and Kim Rosen. We're talking about their Feast of Losses, a communion, of grief and a communion of Grief and Gratitude, their CD. And I want to remind people that these shows are archived, and you can go listen to them anytime anytime you want you can go to KKNW 1150 AM archives for the original Loretta Brown show and of course we're on iTunes podcast one Spotify Twitter uh Benny I always leave stuff out
1: <laughs> well we have the new uh platform megaphone
0: megaphone yeah, that's and that, right that
1: launches over to Spotify so it's a good it goes one. To good one for y'all
0: yeah somebody f- said uh they found Uh, the show on audible. So, okay, great. But I know who knew. So please (laughs) go and listen to them. Uh, Many, many wonderful shows from amazing people. Yeah.
1: The more, the merrier.
0: Yeah. The more, the merrier. That's right. And uh, we just, before the break, we listened to an amazing piece called the layers. And I want to ask the ladies a, a question that I asked during the break. Um, many people take poetry and they sing it or do something else with it. Why the spoken word with music? Uh
3: Well, I would like to, I mean, I'd actually like to pick a few of our listeners in this moment and, and poll them about what is the difference for them. But, um, on a very basic uh, poetry 101 level, uh, the poet Amiri Baraka once said poetry is words music. Like, why would you put a poem to music when it has the music inside it? And for me that means something that i talk about i I wrote a book called saved by a poem and one of the things i talk about is the shamanic anatomy of a poem which is the part of a poem that we may not get in meaning but it's happening inside our body there's a rhythm there's a resonance between different words there's a song happening in the spoken poem and it's not that you lose that song when you put I am I think it's amazing to put a poem with permission, of course, from the poet <laughs> poem yeah. to music. But for me, the words go in more deeply and more reverently when they're spoken with music. There's more of um, a def- I, I feel when they're put into music, there's more of a diffuse listening. Um, to the poem as music, and if the word is, if the words are spoken somehow, uh, to me they go more directly to the heart. Also, I can't sing that well, and
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> that's probably the main reason. Uh,
0: um, I'm sorry, but I love that so much because um, I totally get that. Right. And also, there's something about, uh, I mean, I always think about cadence and tempo and pitch. And and like you say, the pauses Mm -hmm. are very important. And then, Jamie, you have written the music that goes along with this, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of course, there's all kinds of other instruments in there. I don't think you can play cello and guitar and flute and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all at
2: the same time <laughs> no and in fact I'll give a shout out to Nancy Rumble who's a Northwest artist um, who lives in Issaquah and uh, is the oboe and English horn player on the album mm-hmm. yeah so when I want to ask you um so Jamie where do you begin
0: when you are composing the music for this beautiful poetry
2: well you know, Kim and I have, the way that we work together, um, when we have the time and when we are focusing on our album and it's served this album really well, is we go away for three to five days and we just immerse ourselves in the intention of doing the album. Um, and it's all improv. It's all like a blank slate that we come to the, you know, the morning, with. Um, and we just start, I just start playing cello. Um, I brought my recording gear with me so that whatever was played could be caught. But um, it was, you know, it's very organic. And yeah. um, and that's one of the things I've loved about our re- working relationship. It's very organic. And there is, you know, I don't go home and try to like compose, you know, in response to the words. I'm okay. I'm playing in the moment as to yeah. what is Arising from me, which then sometimes inspires Kim to choose a poem that may have been a different poem than what she was intending. But then, and then I may choose to go somewhere else, given what she's spoken. So it's this um, ebb and flow, and that's just luscious to be in. And. so yeah composing the music is a little bit of a stretch but it's um it's just sort of living into the music um and then that's when as you know as a musician that's when the real work then starts when you improvise something and then you have to go back and craft it and hone it um and then we go into the studio and make sure the words are heard and you know and kind of do that dance of when the poem enters, when the music rises, and it was wonderful.
3: Yeah, and it's not—it's um, there uh, to give a shout out to our engineer Evan Schiller. Um, I think people who have not been in recording studios have no idea how much the engineer is doing. But to those spoken words, yeah. be heard is it's a magical alchemical and very scientific process of honing it that that he's a
1: gift he's gifted i know firsthand yeah Yeah. i was just gonna say There comes benny
0: i was gonna give a shout out to penny right there
2: (laughs) for the engineers (laughs) yay to the engineers
0: (laughs) boy that is that is for sure um i i have a musical ear i'm very sensitive to how the voice and the music there's a conversation going on there's that it's talking Mm -hmm. and um to me everything is sound everything is a frequency and a vibration and I also am just going to say this from my own perspective that this works very well very well um, because it does help us access beyond language and and the sound of the words is important, right? We know there's power in the sound. So uh, I'm just like, I, I think words are kind of, you know, beyond it, but that is going, that's going to be what I say it really works, it takes us deeper. Thank We're you. able to go in. Yeah.
3: And just okay, when Jamie says, um, well, composing is a strong word. I just want to say it's not a, a strong word. Something is composing in those moments.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Just as something is choosing the poems, it's not my ordinary day-to-day wash the dishes, clean the kitty litter mind that's choosing the poems. I'm steeping in Jamie's music and the poems are arising just as the music is arising in the steepage of the poems. You use the word simmering, Loretta, and you know, in the simmering of the poems but but there is something some something mysterious that maybe we can't name but has something to do with us that's doing the composing and using.
0: so i would like to play another one of your pieces um when death comes and i think this is very appropriate for everything going on and um any comments about how to listen to this piece.
3: Well, I'd just like to say this is a poem by Mary Oliver, um, a very well loved poet by many of us, even those of us who don't love poetry have probably come across her poems. And um, I remember she said once in a reading that this was actually her most popular poem. This is the poem that's asked for most from her, which gave me some, it heartened me about the state of humanity you know, that people really do somewhere in their being want to turn towards death. And so that's that's all I'll say about it beyond what we've already said.
0: All righty. When death comes. <laughs>
3: bear in autumn, when death comes and takes all the bright coins from his purse to buy me and snaps the purse shut, when death comes like the measlepox, when death comes like an iceberg between the shoulder blades. want to step through the door, full of curiosity, wondering, what is it going to be like, that cottage of darkness? And therefore, I look upon everything as a brotherhood and a sisterhood. I look upon time as no more than an idea, and I consider eternity as another possibility. And I think of each life as a flower, as common as a field daisy. Each name a comfortable music in the mouth, ending, as all music does, towards silence. And each body a lion of courage and something precious to the earth. When it's over, I want to say all my life, I was a bride, married to amazement. I was the bridegroom taking the world into my arms. I don't want to find myself sighing and frightened or full of argument. I don't want to end up simply having visited this world.
0: Beautiful. Yes. I always uh, feel like there's a breathing into it, a sitting with it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So you do um, gatherings with people, workshops with people in person?
3: We do. We're we're doing one... um in Mexico in uh, the end of April. Yeah.
2: And it's called Beyond Words. Which you mentioned before this. Yes, which you mentioned. (laughs) Yes. But also I'd like to mention that um, one of the beautiful things that's risen out of putting this CD out is that we have people are creating these deep listening parties our gatherings where they gather some of their closest dearest beloved friends or family and just listen without distractions to the cd and then go into conversation afterwards slowly and gently and talk about what rises and um, what comes up from the palms or how it affected them and it's just been a beautiful um experience to hear people come back to us and say what these gatherings have meant to enter into deep conversation around loss around aging around death um, which we're all ripe to talk about right now if we turn toward it yes
0: um where can people find your information because i would like to get to um Mm -hmm. there's a girl inside before we run out of time this morning Mm
2: -hmm. Perfect. Um, the CD is sold on my, on my website, jamiesieber.com. Also, if you go to kimrosen.com, she will have a link there. Kim Ros- the c-
3: if you go to kimrosen.com, you'll find an illustration. Oh,
2: .net. Sorry. .net. .net. Kimrosen.net. Um, we okay. are not streaming the CD at this point, but we may move into that soon. Um, but um people can purchase the cd digitally or in hard cd form um, from my website
0: and so uh benny let's go ahead and listen to there's a girl inside and once again i'm talking to jamie sieber and kim rosen
3: and this poem by lucille clifton
0: by lucille clifton
3: great A girl inside. She is Randy as a wolf. She will not walk away and leave these bones to an old woman. She is a green tree in a forest of kindling. She is a green girl in a used poet. She has waited patient as a nun for the second coming when she can break through gray hairs into blossom and her lovers will harvest honey and thyme, and the woods will be wild with the damn wonder of it a wolf she will not walk away and leave these bones to an old woman she is a green tree in a forest of kindling she is a green girl in a used poet she has waited patient as a nun for the second coming when she can break Through gray hairs into blossom, and her lovers will harvest honey and thyme, and the woods will be wild with the damn wonder of it.
0: I am (laughs) metamorphized. early in the morning i should do that every morning. <laughs> i love that It's so 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 good um yeah so feast of losses yeah. uh i don't know we have a minute or so left just uh, maybe two when people come and they do um, this work with you right when you do this in person with people Can you share with us a little bit what that is like or how it has transformed people or transformed you?
3: People come, uh, whether or not consciously, they come when they're at a turning point in their inner lives, sometimes in their outer lives, too. And we create a series of practices, uh, a series of um, processes through which people go very deeply into themselves, they heal past trauma, or and they open into dimensions of their consciousness that they were not aware of, of of their vastness of their spirit. Um, We've had the good fortune to do it in some very, very beautiful places that really collaborate with us. creating um an incredible an environment that's that's built on the medicine of beauty the beauty of the poems the beauty of the place the beauty of the music and as you may have sensed in these little dives into the music and poetry there is an alchemical medicine that happens um in in the in that immersion and we write Uh, We move. I won't say dance. Some of us still dance, but some of us sit on a chair and move. We we rattle whatever is holding us in closed patterns of suffering. We rattle them open and um, we are there to hold whatever comes out.
0: I love that. Rattle them open. Well, um, yes. So we've come to the end of our time. My goodness, it went by really, really fast. And uh, my guest today, Jamie Sieber and Kim Rosen, Feast of Losses, it is a CD. Uh, Please find them, get it, go to their workshops.
3: It's also a download for those of you who don't have a CD player anymore.
2: (laughs) Any last words very quickly for the audience? Well, thank you, Loretta and Benny, Um, but also just as Kim mentioned, this workshop and at haramara in mexico in the end of april there is one or two spots left Um, so feel free to contact either one of us about that and it's been a pleasure being with you today
3: thank you so much for your deep both of you thank
2: you bye-bye
0: thank you so much and everybody out there blessings love goodness